Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. Welcome into Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast. We got a tip-endous episode for you, takers out there. We had a great, great weekend. Great week 11. Hope you guys did as well. Boys, do you need anything to win tonight? Monday, November 22nd, 2021. The Bucks and the Giants playing tonight. I am telling you right now, I'm not staying up for the whole game. But I need Saquon Barkley to outscore Mike Evans by like one and a half points, and I'll be all right. Then I will be 7-0 and on the weekend. So he's definitely playing. I hope so. I got no other choice. (laughs) Uh, On the flip side of that, I need Mike Evans to put up 44 points today. Oh, okay. So. All right. Yeah. Good luck. I hope. (laughs) Thanks. I need Chris Gardwin to outscore Mike Evans by 11. All right, so so fuck Mike Evans. Uh, yeah, seriously. Nice. Zero it do, is. Do it for the people there. And for you people out there, if you could do something for us, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Podcasts. You could follow us there, subscribe, and download the episodes. It'd be much appreciated. Share our tips with your friends and family, your league mates. Hopefully we're helping you out. Help them out too. It's Thanksgiving, guys. Give our Give. tips to them. Nice and hard. Well, actually, be gentle. Be gentle. We come in a little bit hot. We have a uh, we got some people you need to look out for. We're gonna break down the games, go through some guys, some highlights, some hard players, some limp players. But first, we have the Hurt Locker. Regan, who's in the Hurt Locker? Ah, uh, so we got first one's Justin Fields. He really boned me this week. Oh, <laughs> he got a rib injury. MRI came back negative. Seems like it's just a bruise, bone bruise, but we'll see going forward. Michael Carter, a big one. A low-grade, high ankle sprain out two to three weeks. Adam Troutman, same injury, but not a low-grade. So he's going to be out four to six weeks. Oh, wait, sorry. He has MCL. Yeah, MCL. I read that wrong. Was, yeah. Oh, that's a little more serious. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Saints did not practice today, but he would have been marked down as did not, do not participate. So, not a good sign going forward. And the other one, C.D. Lamb, uh, he's in the concussion protocol. Um, all signs point to him being able to play Thursday, but concussions are tricky. So, please pay attention. And that is all. I'm sure there's a lot more little ones, but nothing uh, that jumped out at, at us that uh, really need to be spoken about just yet. Yeah, thankfully nothing too serious, uh, except. Maybe Chris Carson, he was placed on season-ending IR uh, with his neck, which we've been saying that will most likely happen. Uh, and then his replacement, Rashad Penny, pulls a hamstring. So that whole backfield's the best. That whole team's the best. But, yeah. Whole team. Uh, yeah, so thankfully nothing too serious this week. But some serious uh, dollar bills were laid out here, Ryan. Let's get into uh, your briefs. Uh, you got some ones sticking out there. <laughs> Maybe a few more zeros on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, man, we got some. We got some loaded briefs here. Damn. Uh, all right, Taysom Hill signs a four-year, forty million dollar contract extension. Uh, this just seems to be more of a restructure uh, than an actual extension. Uh, but he is. This man's cashing in. He lives the dream, boys. Good for him. Oh yeah. I'll tell you. 
plays like eight plays a game, makes $10 million a year. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, two big contracts coming out of Denver. Tim Patrick signs a three years, three years, $30 million deal. Corlin Sutton, four years, $60 million extension. So $90 million going to Broncos receivers this week. So what are we thinking? Big, big plans ahead for the Denver Broncos? I, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm going to bet Russell Wilson will end up there next year. That's who I'm going to put my money on. I'm going to go with Rodgers. Yeah. I think he was kind of intrigued by Denver this offseason. He was kind of hoping for a trade there. So I just feel like I'm he wants – I think he wants to stick with Devontae Adams though, right? And there's not enough room for Devontae Adams over there. That's just my thinking. Okay. I got to be honest. The guy's an absolute wild card. He'll probably be playing in the, like the CFL next year or something. It's a good. Oh, daily double. Uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, Calvin Ridley is eligible to return this weekend, but we haven't heard any news yet. Uh, another guy that could return this weekend is Kareem Hunt, uh, and Mac Mom. Max Mom has a has a banging bod. That's really that's the news of the week, guys. And test negative on AJ Brown's chest. I couldn't do it. I couldn't not laugh trying to say that. I tried. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Who that's wrote it. that? <laughs> Try, <laughs> trying to squeeze that in there. We've. Uh, oh yeah, you too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've really lost it. It's been a long season. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I would say thank you, but uh, screw you, Ryan. Uh, let's get into the wrap up week eleven. We're gonna talk about some players to uh, really shine. To who were hard players and limp players, and give some suggestions on who you should pick up and drop at the end of the episode with waivers so with that thursday night was new england 25 atlanta zero it almost got to that 28 to 3 score that we were talking about uh young hoku hit that field goal and then i'm sure belichick would be like all right yeah we gotta get a field goal rage and get this field goal uh would have been pretty funny but not much to discuss except the running back backfield guys it's too late to trade damian harris for most leagues out there i'm afraid it's gonna be a split backfield but it won't have fantasy value like cleveland with cream hunt and nick chubb so are we worried like what do we do he i think damian harris is just a bi-week filler right now and matchup dependent for sure uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I actually had a, um, I sent the kid a trade for, for Damian Harris in a league. I'm looking for some more running back depth uh-huh. and he declined it. <laughs> and then, uh, immediately after the game, he's like, Hey, you still want to trade for Damian Harris? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Thanks dude. It's going to be uh, a much different deal then. Mm-hmm. Uh, this exciting game though, Regan, what do we got? It was only for one side though. <laughs> uh, we had the Indianapolis Colts, Colts, sorry, uh, forty-one over the Buffalo Bills, who only scored fifteen points. The over/under it was fifteen. Buffalo was fifty, favored, and it did not uh, fifty. And the Buffalo did not. Uh, uh, they did. They sucked. They did not cover. Uh, really, the yeah. <laughs> I thought that was implied. Uh, there's really only two things to talk about here. And that's uh, Jonathan Taylor, so pretty much the entire Colts offense. And then also how the Bills are just 
falling apart. It's bad. Jonathan Taylor, uh, 32 carries for 185 yards and four touchdowns. And then he added another three catches for 19 yards and another touchdown. So five touchdowns on the day. Holy crap. And I had to play him, so that was not fun. Automatic loss. Oh. Um, uh, play against him. Gotcha. Yeah, to play against him. It was bad. <laughs> Um, so with all the work going to Jonathan Taylor, really wasn't much to go around, uh, with everyone else. Uh, T Y Hilton Pittman, they both had 20 catches for less than 30 yards. Carson Wentz only had 106 yards passing with one touchdown. It's really, really nothing else to talk about, but Jonathan Taylor probably being RB one next year after a performance like that. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, yeah. You guys watch that, though. It was absolutely insane. He A couple of his touchdowns, like they got down to like the one he was able to get in, but some of his work was insane. Yeah, good defense, too. Good defense helps out the running back right. uh, for that production, but amazing performance. We tip our hat to you, Jonathan Taylor. And yes, my number one pick next year. Uh, on the other side of the ball. Uh, Buffalo Bills, that is. Josh Allen had 309 yards passing, two touchdowns, and another two interceptions. So in the past three weeks, he's had five interceptions to four touchdowns. His last three opponents have now been the Jets, Jags, and Colts. Not in that order. Uh, ever since the bye, it's been not good. They were 5-2, and two, and now they're 6-4. and four, uh, In second place in the AFC East. Not looking good, but uh, I'm not worried. Too worried yet. I, I've got a. I got a feeling that they got. They got to turn it around. I don't know how they could be so dominant and just drop off. Uh, that being said, there was only 11 carries to count for. So, and the, they were all split between three running backs. Nothing to really talk about there. Singletary was the leading catch uh, receive uh, receiving back with only three. Uh, but. My favorite thing was Dawson Knox, guys. Coming back after a uh, last week was kind of like his kind of feel it out after his uh, surgery for his finger, had a pin in it, broke his hand, had one back, one game back, kind of like get the dust off this week, came back six for 10 with 80 yards. I'm happy playing him going forward. And then the usual Stefan Diggs, number one receiver, but really only. <laughs> Really not a lot of work. Four catches with 23 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So great fantasy play, but in general, not good. And it just tells you how why why the Buffalo Bills lost. 23 yards for your number one receiver is not a good sign. Mm-mm. So how do you guys feel about this game? John, uh, Colts just took it to him. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was an absolute shock. I did not see that happening to the Bills defense this whole season. And for Taylor to put up five touchdowns, it was, uh, like you said, it was an incredible performance. I think it's more telling of, like, how vulnerable the Bills can be at times. It's hard to see that some some of these teams are really figuring them out, I guess, because this has been tough. Tough to watch the past three weeks. All righty. Ryan, want to jump into the next one? Sure. Uh, Washington, 27. Carolina, 21. The over-under was 43. They hit it. Carolina was a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They did not, clearly did not cover. Uh, Reeks, I'm sorry in advance for this note here. Taylor Heineke throws for three touchdowns and rushes for almost 30 yards, finishes as quarterback seven on the week. So, uh, hmm. in hindsight, Fields over Heineke. I was very confident about it when I told you to do that. 
and uh, I apologize. It's, I was too. It sounded right to me at the time, <laughs> so I'll give it to you. Good. I'm, I'm a convincing salesman, I guess, so that's that's good for, for you know, being yeah, on lost, this podcast. Uh, Scary Terry goes off for five catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. He finishes up wide, as wide receiver nine this week. Uh, no real fantasy production from the running backs. Gibson did rush for 95 yards, but fumbled, didn't get in the end zone, wasn't involved in the passing game. But I'm telling you right now, trade for Antonio Gibson now. Five out of the last seven matchups are against teams who rank in the bottom eight against running backs in fantasy. Four out of his last five matchups, he's finished with single-digit points, but those have been against incredibly difficult opponents. Um, so he is a guy that you could probably get good value for right now if your league hasn't passed the trade deadline already. Um, outside of that, for the Panthers, Cam Newton. He's back, boys. Three total touchdowns, mm-hmm. two in the air, one on the ground. Uh, I had a not see this coming like three weeks ago by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Christian McCaffrey looks like the same old player, seven catches, 60 yards and a TD and DJ Moore finally cracks back into the wide receiver two conversation. Um, he has a pretty good game. Yeah, was pretty good. Uh, good for him. Good to see him. Cam Newton back playing. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I really thought they were going to win. I thought Carolina's defense was better, and I didn't think the Washington football team was able to do that. So good for them. We'll talk about Taylor Heineke later. Our waiver ads. All right, I, next. I was pumped about Cam. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you got anything on this? No, I'm good. Just Cam was awesome. I played him in one league, and 24 points later, I was pumped. There you go. Yeah, you got, uh, you got a lot of points on my bench because I started Ryan Tannehill. Instead, um, Baltimore 16 at Chicago 13 over under four and a half, uh, 45.5. Baltimore was favored by five. Told you Trevor Simeon would do better than Justin Fields. He did. Devontae Freeman. I'm not, I'm not going to bring this up again. Add him if he's available. I'm just kidding. I'll bring it back up in the freaking ads, but He's he's kind of like their uh, J.K. Dobbins last year. It's getting to that point in the season. They're going to have to depend on him in the running game, so pick him up. Rashad Bateman, uh, I think he would have done better if Lamar Jackson was playing the game. He was, If you didn't hear, he was a early scratch, sickness, stomach bug going around the team, so hopefully he pivoted to somebody else. Don't drop him, though. Darnell Mooney on the other side, 16 targets. But only five receptions. But he had 121 yards and a touchdown. There's not a more bare stat than that. <laughs> it really right is. It's, yeah. it's outrageous. And 48% of the receiving yards went to Darnell Mooney. So good for you, Mooney. Lovely. Marquise Goodwin. Uh, he had one relevant season for fantasy football in his career a few years ago. So I really am not chasing these points. But if Andy Dalton's on her center, maybe I'll take a late flyer on him. We'll see. Uh, the Red Rocket there, Regan, <laughs> slinging his <laughs> slinging his Red Rocket into the end zone. We might talk about him later. Oh, but are we? You're not concerned about David Montgomery here, Ryan? Only 15 carries, 58 yards. I, I'm worried that they're not giving him enough work. Only 15 carries. What are we doing here? 
Uh, I absolutely agree with that. I'm not worried about him this coming week against the Lions. That's for damn sure. Uh, I think he gets plenty of work in that game. But, yeah, if they sh they should be using them. I don't know if they're trying to, like, just save his legs. Uh, kind of just trying to get him some, some work in a limited capacity. But give the man the ball 20-plus times. Seriously, feed him. All right, Regan, what do we got for the next uh, stellar performance? All right, well, yep, not surprising again. The Detroit Lions score 10 points and lose to the Cleveland Browns, who score 13. Over-under was 43-and-a-half, not even close. <laughs> Cleveland was favored by 11, also not close. Um, another game I really don't have a lot to talk about. It was really just a battle of the uh, running back ones between uh, Devonta Smith, uh, 14 carries, 100 Devonta <laughs> Smith, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, 14 carries, caught myself that time, for 136 yards and a touchdown. Nick Chubb had 22 carries, a lot of work, for 130 yards. And both of them in the passing game, Swift had three catches but had zero yards. And Chubb was able to add uh, two catches, 14 yards, and a touchdown. So they both had touchdowns on the day. Both had over – or at least 130 rushing yards. Great day, uh, great days for both of them, and that's pretty much about it. Jarvis Landry surprisingly snagged a rushing <laughs> touchdown, which was weird for 16 uh, 16 yards and four receptions, only 26 yards to go with that those four receptions. Also, crap on the receiving end. Both uh, Tim Boyle, <laughs> gross. Uh, and Baker Mayfield had horrible games. They both had two picks, but Baker did have 176 yards passing. That was uh, 99 yards more than oh Boyle. That was 77. <laughs> that was gross. It was just, you know, not fun. Uh, the only other uh, fantasy-relevant player would be TJ Hawkinson, who went five for eight with 51 yards receiving. So good, good thing uh, to see him get back into it after putting up a goose egg last week. That's it, guys. Really not a lot to talk about. I am very, very worried about Cleveland. Lions, we know what we're getting every week. You're playing Swift. You're playing TJ Hawkinson. Cleveland, let's see what they got. But Chubb, automatic start from now on, and you really got nobody else, nope. really. That's about it for them until Kareem Hunt comes back. Yep. All right, Ryan, what was the next matchup? Uh, we had the San Francisco 49ers. 30 versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, 10. No surprise there. Uh, Over-under was 45. They didn't quite reach it. Niners definitely covered the spread. That's for damn sure. Uh, hey, Mac, good call on the Jimmy G playing them. Two touchdowns. Mm. QB 12 finishes in the QB 1 category. You want 30 seconds to gloat? 10 seconds to gloat? Not at all. Except, <laughs> except you should have you should have kept Colt McCoy and started him, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilson and Sermon both proving why Elijah Mitchell is the guy. Uh, I think they combined for like 61 rushing yards against the Jaguars' defense. This is not very good against the run. Uh, and Debo Samuel, guys, wide receiver 18 with 16 plus fantasy points in PPR formats. Guy's a bum. <laughs> You should, you should probably consider dropping him at this point. Probably. I do want to make a note on that real quick, though. Jeff Wilson, we were talking about the volume. It was there, but if they're using Debo Samuel in the backfield, that means they don't trust them as much to get the production. So I 
I'm not starting Jeff Wilson anymore. I'm still going to hold on to him, see what happens with Eli Mitchell coming back with his broken finger. But if they keep using Debo in the backfield, it's not fair, man. Share some points, prick. I mean, I would be using Debo Samuel in the backfield, too, if <laughs> Jeff Wilson had 19 carries for 50 yards. I know. I know. Damn, can somebody brush for over two yards a carry in this team? Debo. Uh, Debo can. <laughs> Debo can, exactly. <laughs> and the Jaguars, guys. The Jaguars. Mm. Robinson is bailed out by a late touchdown. Otherwise, hot-ass garbage. I traded up for Trevor Lawrence in a dynasty league where I inherited a rebuild. And it looks like that rebuild might take a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) You got to take some more. (laughs) Rebuild 2.0. And and that's that's it. I mean, Trevor Lawrence passed for, I think, 158 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Just not not good. Just not good. Not good football. Yeah, I was just wanted to say, Mac, you called that last week with Robinson scoring those late touchdowns and – He's going to just all, keep doing it. And yep, that's what it's going to be garbage time. So, I was nervous to start him with his heel and knee injury, though, so still keep monitoring that, mm-hmm. see what happens. Uh, I benched him for Ingram. Yeah, good yeah, choice. good choice. I didn't have – I had Gaskin. I was like, yeah, I'm going with Robinson. So, we'll see. Gaskin had – Speaking of Gaskin, I'll get yeah. him in a couple minutes. Uh, this matchup, though, Green Bay 31 at Minnesota 34. Oh. Over under 49.5, Green Bay favored by two. Now, I told you guys, uh, Vikings were going to win. But did I pick them in my pick em pool? No. No, I went with Green Bay <laughs> like an idiot. I, I don't know. I do know why. I'm not going to get into all the details, but I couldn't really look at it and change my picks. So, good for you, Minnesota. I had a feeling. Uh, I need a cigarette after this one. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook on the same team going at it, and I just love the notifications popping up with them. It was great until I saw Adam Thielen getting into the end zone again. Regan, number eight on the year. Yes. Uh, not liking this. Mm-hmm. Got him. So, right. so Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are wide receiver number five and number eight on the year so far. And Kirk Cousins is number 10 at quarterback. Why is he getting so disrespected? Only 74% rostered and 39% started. What's up with that? What's up with that? Uh, A.J. Dillon on the other side. He did well for you. So if you did spend that fab to pick him up uh, when Aaron Jones went down, 15 points, not bad. Aaron Rodgers, looks like those vitamins are working for him. 385 yards and four touchdowns. Good for you, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Devontae Adams, 7 for 8, 115 yards, two touchdowns, pretty much what we projected. Uh, We did say it would hit the over. I don't know why they keep putting these points so low, but I guess last week with Seattle. But anyway, Uh, more on uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling later. Regan. Did you like this matchup, or you want to go next, to the next matchup? One? Oh, next one. Oh, that one. I was so pumped because I hate oh. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so it was awesome. I love Kirk Cousins. I hate Aaron Rodgers. This is like what you don't for like me. us. I want to like save the money on your car insurance. Oh, okay. No, I drive a bike. <laughs> uh, a bicycle. I, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers might have been truly immunized from COVID. 
because it seems to have given him some kind of superpower. Yeah, it might have. It's like a comic Every book. Every other athlete gets shitty for the up. next three months, and he's like 400 yards, four touchdowns. It might be like a comic book. He gets like some sort of superpower from it. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. Anyway, so, um, moving on. All righty. <laughs> Another great game to talk about. Woo. Miami, 24 points, and they beat the Jets, who scored 17. Over-under was 44.5. Miami was uh, favored by 3.5. Dolphins <laughs> surprisingly win. What? Again. They are now on a th- three-game win streak. Uh, mind-blowing. Uh, Tua had 273 passing yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not too shabby. You know, I'm not mad about it. Gaskin, who is now on a five-game pace with double-digit carries, which is nice, uh, had a career high, oh, a season high of 23 carries for 89 yards. He also had a touchdown reception in the fourth quarter, the game winning. Good for him. He should have played him. Jalen Waddle, he did snag the only rushing touchdown of the game on a one-yard run, which is kind of weird. And he did have eight catches on 65 receiving yards. Yeah, it was a jet sweep. It wasn't that weird. That's what they needed to do. Get him out in space. Yeah. Hey, he is their deadliest weapon and their only weapon. Yeah, Gasicki. Left the popcorn at home. He uh, actually caught the ball. He had five catches on six targets for 50 yards. Nothing crazy, but at least he caught caught the ball this time. Uh, and like we called it last week, uh, the Jets, uh, Miami was going to figure out the Jets. Or meaning the Jets, we knew what they were going to do. And that was get the ball out of Joe Flacco's hands as fast as possible. Because he's old and fr- uh, braille. Uh, frail. Braille. <laughs> he's <read>. old and bumpy. <laughs> he's, blind. he's blind as well. <laughs> uh, anyways. Oh, you can tell it's Monday. Uh, so, anyways, that game plan really panned out. Like we said, for Elijah Moore, Jameson Crowder. Elijah Moore, 8 for 141 in a touchdown. Jameson Crowder, 6 for 44 in a touchdown. Great games by both of them. Elijah Moore, hopefully you guys listened to Mac a couple weeks ago when he said, go get him now. Uh, I hope he did. Corey Davis, we expected him to have a little bit of work. He only had three catches for 35 yards, but he did have seven targets. So, it was there. It just didn't pan out for him. Uh, the bigger news of this matchup, though, guys, was the injury for Michael Carter. Uh, low low grade, high ankle sprain, out two to three weeks. Tevin Coleman was the next leading back for them with five carries on uh, for 16. So if you're in a tight pinch, you can go grab Tevin Coleman, but I'm really kind of staying away uh, if I can. Are you guys picking up Tevin Coleman? Ryan? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um you know, if you're thinking the volume's going to be there, you know, and you're, and you're going to see more running back injuries down the line, good guy to have over the next couple of weeks. True. Mac? Uh, no, I'm not that desperate for running back, but he does have Houston next week, so <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, then it's Philly, New Orleans, Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa. So I, I really don't want any part of that, so. Are you trying to trade Michael Carter away? Oh, you probably nah. don't get much for him. Are nah, you hold on him? to him. PPR points for him. All right, so we've got New Orleans 29 at Philadelphia 40. <laughs> 40 29. we got to break these things in reverse. <laughs> Over under 43. Philly uh, was a two-point favorite. They definitely covered. 
and they clearly went over on this over-under. Mm. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, quarterback five this week, three rushing touchdowns. What the fuck, Jalen Hurts? <laughs> like, taking all, all those touchdowns from the rest of the team. Sanders goes for 90 yards in his return, not involved in the passing game, doesn't score a touchdown because Jalen Hurts is a greedy prick. Goddard lands in the tight end one field. as tight end 12 this week, catches five receptions for 62 yards. And uh, I had him in a flex and definitely could have made a, a worse move there. Anything on the Philadelphia Eagles, boys? Um, not benching Jalen Hurts anymore. That's a good call. Mm. Yeah. His last his last rushing touchdown was literally him just trying to wait out the clock. And it, it was he was like Moses <laughs> yeah. and he just walked in. It was ridiculous. That sounds Martin, like a prick Martin move Wade. to me. All right. Trevor Simeon. Damn. Quarterback three, four total touchdowns, three pass and one rushing. Mac, you could have not called that one uh, any better. And uh, if I had started Trevor Simeon in one league instead of Pat Mahomes, I'd have a win instead of a loss. So if I was going to get paid to say that sentence at the beginning of the year, I would have not said it. Uh, Traquan Smith. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I don't know. Wait, you Smith leads the team in receiving yards with 64 yards. And uh, Adam Troutman gets in the action. Fortunately, he got injured in the in the uh, in the action as well. So five catches for 58 yards and a touchdown. Mark Ingram goes for 88 yards, five and a half yards per carry. Brings in six catches, finishes as running back 14. And uh, I would keep an eye out for Kamara updates as Ingram could be in line for another start. And uh, like we have talked about, this could be against a really a Buffalo defense that could come back very strong. So be mindful of that. But uh, he's looking good. Mark Ingram. He's like the new, the next Frank Gore. <laughs> the next Frank Gore, yeah. I mean. he's Or he's the old Mark Ingram. <laughs> That's exactly what used to happen when he played there the first time. <laughs> Anything else in this game, fellas? Very true. Uh, no, I mean, just keep an eye on Trevor Simeon, man. If they're going to keep on starting him, he, we can see that he can run the ball as well. Uh, decent schedule coming up where he's going to have to score points. So uh, keep him on your radar if you need a QB oh. instead of Patrick Mahomes, which we'll get into Patrick Mahomes later. All right, I'll jump into the next one, guys. Uh, Cincinnati, 32 over the Raiders, 13. Uh, Over-under is 49.5 Cincinnati by one. So it was projected to be a close game. Not so much. Joe Burrow followed, following, huh, followed his worst out, outing of the year last week. So he was horrible last week, and he does it again. 148 passing yards, one touchdown. Horrible again. I'm not looking forward to playing him going forward. Their matchups coming up, guys. Pittsburgh, Chargers, San Fran, Denver, Baltimore, Browns. Browns, who they played last week, and he also sucked. So going forward, Joe Burrow, I'm worried about. Joe Mixon, on the other hand, not so worried. He had 30 carries for 123 rushing yards and two touchdowns. 30 carries. Guy was busy. I do not believe he recorded a, a catch, though, so not so good. Speaking of catches, Tyler Boyd <laughs> is the leading receiver, the guy we always say to drop. Um uh, he had 49 yards, for, uh, and he went uh, six for eight. So he targets six catches. Only 49 yards, though. Nothing nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, it's still not worth starting. My... 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Not even not even a little bit. Jamar Chase did have the lone receiving touchdown. He only went three for six for 32 yards, though. And then another a tough night for T. Higgins. I'm not worried about him going forward. Just It was just a bad game for him. He's been uh, on the up and up lately, but he only had two catches for 15 yards. I think, it, you know, there's not a lot of yards to go around when your quarterback only throws for 148. So, not a big fan there. Uh, Derek Carr, he definitely had a better game than last week. You know, remember when he was throwing all those interception <laughs> punts, I, I would call them? <laughs> it was bad. Uh, but he only had one touchdown and another interception. And an unpleasant 215 in passing yards. Uh, not much to go around here. Um, Josh Jacobs, he did have, he did go 9 for 37. Drake went 5 for 23. Uh, Drake's killing me. Jacobs, not the best. But Jacobs did have five catches uh, compared to Drake's one. So I think things are kind of starting to come back for this offense. And... Sadly, they're going back to what they did at the beginning of the season where they just don't use Drake at all, even though you just spend millions of dollars to sign him. It makes no sense. I think he's a great key, but I'm not starting him for now. Um, as per for pass catchers, there's really only two for the Raiders, and that's Hunter Renfro. Four for 30 this week. Did not have a touchdown. Uh, he has been averaging a touchdown the past three or four weeks. So uh, just wait on that. And finally, the biggest news is Darren Waller, guys. Seven for eight for 116 yards. Thank you, baby Jesus. He needed this so bad. I'm glad he's, you know, uh, he hit that 100-yard mark and hopefully he can keep going. It needs to happen for fantasy. So, guys, not the funnest, most lavish names uh, for a matchup. Just saying. <laughs> I was kind of excited for this matchup going into it. And, uh, you so know, I, I certainly thought there'd be more output from Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro. Um, and and I was hoping for Joe Burrow as well. I started him in a league uh, where I had Stafford on a bye. So kind of a, kind of a tough matchup, but still some, some decent fantasy output from it from, from some guys. Yeah, just decent defense. And then they kick in too many field goals, so. Not kicking field goals, you're not scoring touchdowns, so that's what's hurting. We figured that Jamar Chase would uh, regress when hit touchdown performance as well. So in turn, it would make sense that uh, Joe Burrow would not be producing as much either. But he's still number 12 on the year at quarterback, so mm-hmm. not... it is. It is, so uh, you got to pick your spots with him. All right, Mac, want to hit us with Houston, Tennessee? Yeah, all right, yeah, next one, this real, this real doozy here. <laughs> I want to apologize to you takers out there. Um, I was too busy making a pre-Thanksgiving dinner. We, like, warm up for Thanksgiving on the Sunday before Thanksgiving like because it. big family. Uh, so I did not check the weather reports, and I would have told you to bench Tannehill. I started Tannehill I didn't check so that is my fault I am sorry I should do better for you all it was gross I didn't expect him to do as bad as he did though (laughs) four interceptions and dropping the ball to the ground Um, I don't get the Titans though is Vrabel trying to be like Bill Belichick like once we saw the backfield I figured out 
he's going to change it up. So it's like Adrian Peterson. Oh, they sign him. All right, pick him up. He's going to do it. And then uh, Jeremy McNichols, he's doing well. Now, Dontrell Hillard off the practice squad and into nobody's lineups. But he's their leading back with 16 points. Don't go adding him. Don't go chasing those points because McNichols will be coming back. Uh, but, yeah, go ahead and drop Ryan Tannehill. I'm done with him. Everybody in the receiver core is getting hurt. Uh, Marcus Johnson, I said you could flex. I did flex him. I'm sorry that didn't work out for you. He got hurt early. Should have worked out because Des Fitzpatrick got a touchdown. He wasn't even on the practice squad at the beginning of the season after they drafted him. And Nick Westbrook, Ekine, how do you say that? <laughs> Akin. Sounds right. Akin. Uh, seven for eight, 107 yards. So. I said they needed somebody across AJ Brown and Julio's not there. These guys need to step up and they are getting that production, but I'm not trying to pick which one of these meddling receivers that no name receivers. So hopefully Julio and AJ Brown come back and, but until then Tannehill should be on the waiver wire and Houston's Houston. Brandon cook sucked. Everybody sucked except Tyrod Taylor. Good for you, Tyrod. You're not picking him up and starting him. So, you guys got anything for this matchup? Nope. Said well, buddy. Tennessee. Ugh. Yeah. New England uh, next. Yep. They're going to smack that ass, though. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just on Sartana Hill. I'm not that faithful. I'm not that uh, confident in that. All righty. Let me jump into the next one. Yeah, please. All right, so we had the Pittsburgh Steelers, 37 versus the Chargers, 41. Oof. Over-under is 47. L.A. was favored by 5.5. Uh, this was a – this game – I'm sorry. This game started off really slow, not very impressive. And then this fourth quarter hit. There were seven scores uh, through the course of the fourth quarter. It was impressive. I actually didn't watch most of the game and put it on around the, the end of the th- – uh, beginning of the third – and watched it through, and it was a it was a pretty good football. Uh, Big Ben had three passing touchdowns, one one to Johnson and one to each of the tight ends, Ebron and uh, Fairmuth. Uh, not the best start for Najee Harris, uh, but he still he still had thirty nine rushing yards uh, and a touchdown on just twelve carries, and also had five catches for twenty yards on six targets. So. Not too shabby in general. He did leave the game with a concussion. He was in the concussion protocol, went to the tent. Um, he was on the sidelines for, at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, they said he could come back in. So, in general, uh, if the game did go into overtime, he definitely would have been back in there. I just think at that time they were doing uh, five wide and trying to score quick. So, they didn't need him at the time. But he should be good going four. I think it was just a little bit of a scare. Dante Johnson, Chase Claypool, both had good games. Johnson, 7 for 101 and a touchdown on 13 targets. Just kills it. Claypool, 5 for 93 on 9 targets. I said he would be all right if he wouldn't get hurt, if he didn't get hurt again. He looked like he made it out. So, <laughs> oh, the guy kills me. Uh, so, on the Chargers side, <laughs> I like it. Good job, Claypool. Uh, on the Chargers side, Justin Herbert had a, a get-right game uh, after his poor showing versus the Vikings last week. He had 383, uh, 382.82 passing yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Added 90 yards on nine carries. Uh, guy was like a gazelle out there in that fourth quarter. Uh, pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, 
<laughs> since there was almost 400 passing yards too, you know that the wide receivers probably did well. Well, it was actually mostly, as usual, just Keenan Allen. Nine catches for 112 yards on 13 targets. Uh, the outlier here, which I I want to get you guys' opinion on, is Mike Williams. He did have five catches for 97 yards on six targets, but his main con- contributor to his fantasy points was a blown coverage late in the game for a 53-yard touchdown. Uh, I'm still nervous to play him. You know, he would have had four catches for 40 yards, eight points, if he didn't have that one play. Just something to keep in mind because at the beginning of the season he was killing it, or at least every other game, I believe. In the past couple weeks, he's been a dud. So are you guys playing him going forward? Do you think this is nothing to scarf at? Like, uh, you, do you believe it? Ryan, what do you think? No. <laughs> You're not playing him? I, no. I, I, you can't play Mike Williams. You're either going to get one point or 50. Right. And you're going to get one more than you get 50. That's for damn sure. So, I like it. Uh, I'm going to pass, I think. All right. I'm guessing, Matt, you agree, Matt? Yeah. I was just saying, my philosophy is with a player, if they make big points off of one big play, like I'm interested, but he's not automatically in my lineup anymore. Just keeping an eye on him. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, to finish it off, but anyways, I, uh, I saved the best for last. Austin Eckler with a great game. Oof. Four touchdowns on the day, including two on the ground, two in the air. Only had 11 carries for 50 yards, guys, but he it, but he had two touchdowns. And he had six catches for 65 mm-hmm. yards with two touchdowns. An, an, another amazing game, another great fantasy play to watch. Uh, only behind Jonathan Taylor on the day. Uh, what great outputs by uh, these two running backs. So, Eckler. I, I got to check the fi- the standings right now and see who's there. I'm guessing uh, Derek Henry's still one number one, but we'll see. No, I'm kidding. No, for running backs, it's uh, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, and then Derek. All Henry. right, he's still, then. He's still. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, the man, the ghost uh, of Najee Andrew. Harris is two points behind. Yeah, him, I was gonna so. say Najee Harris is right there. Oh um, man. But yeah, Austin Eckler really helping me uh, kick uh, here, so I don't get fines in our dynasty oh, league. Oh, righty then. <laughs> I'm up 152 to 89, and I still have Tom Brady to go tonight. So, <laughs> Ooh, nice. He's in a rebuilding year. So, what if he goes okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> what if he throws? <laughs> what if he throws time? <laughs> 25 picks and fumbles? Yeah. All right, so we had next we had the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City takes this game 19 to 9 in the barn burner we expected it to be. Over under was 56 and a half. This is this is becoming a trend here, man. I don't know what it is. Like it was uh Green Bay Seattle last week, Kansas City Dallas this week. Somebody's I don't know, doing something in Vegas. Kansas City was a two and a half point favorite. They did cover that. Pam Mahomes, WTF man. You are single-handedly killing me in one league. Four out of five games with less than 17 fantasy points, two of which in single digits. Pat Mahomes putting up single-digit weeks. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, CEH finds the end zone in his return, so that's good news for CEH owners. Uh, Travis Kelsey does finish as tight end two thanks to a rushing touchdown. <laughs> and, and Tyreek reigns in nine catches for 77 yards, leading the team in both categories. What What is this offense now? What, what is happening? Uh, I think they're being figured out. I don't, I don't know what to do. 
is this right? Patrick Mahomes is the number two quarterback on the year still with this crap performances just because of his game last week of five passing touchdowns? I mean, not only that, Mac, he had, if you look at the first five or six weeks, he was pretty, he had a lot of picks, but he was putting up some pretty good fantasy points. And, and now the picks are there and the, and the points aren't. Uh, so it's, it's really shifted, but I don't, this is blasphemy, but I don't think he's an automatic start anymore. No, I don't think so either. I, I literally, I legitimately thought of possibly playing Trevor Simeon this week over Pat. Uh, I mean, you, you should have. No, like that. That I should. That's crazy. But like, I see. Uh, what's his name? Andy in our league. He has Mahomes and uh, Justin Herbert. I hope he played Justin Herbert. It's. I mean, if you have those decisions of another top 12 potential week in week out quarterback on your bench, you might as well go with him until Mahomes can be more consistent. I just, he's cost you weeks. That's what I want to yes. say. Like he's lost you weeks. He's not winning them for you anymore. Uh, yeah. Over the first four games, Mac, he had over 30 points in each of those four games. Yeah. Uh, then he had 25 and 29 and then it just went downhill. From exactly. There. Yeah. The, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's keep this moving here. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Only Dalton Schultz. I'm pretty sure they, they say yeehaw. They say yeehaw, not this one. <laughs> or howdy. They say woof or ow. <laughs> uh, There's a snake in my boot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're losing it. That's the, the ladder for sure. Uh so Zeke and Schultz, only ones to crack double digits in PPR formats, and they just barely did it. It's a horrible game. I just hope they can turn it around on Turkey Day against the Raiders. Somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. Okay. Oh, man. Next one. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, they're Cowboys, not Sheriffs. I don't know why I'm doing those references. Anyway. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. I'll have to edit that out later. Next matchup was Arizona 23, Seattle 13. Really worried about Russell Wilson, man. Two fumbles. Can he just not hold on to the ball after removing the pin? Um, I just I don't think he can get a good grip on it. Should they go back to Geno Smith? Did they rush him back too early? They might have, man. There's clearly something going on there. The guy can – he. He's missing receivers left and right. He's fumbling the football. Like clearly something is going on that's not right. And you know what's not right is that DJ Dallas is their leading back now. He had four carries, twenty five yards, and a touchdown. It's not Alex Collins. I don't get it. He had ten carries, but only thirty six yards. They're just they're not a good team. But Tyler Lockett, I mean, one hundred fifteen yards off of four receptions. That's good. Mm-hmm. But DK Metcalf, eight targets, four receptions, 31 yards. Very disappointing day from him. Uh, the offense just, they they need to get it together, man. And I wonder if they just rushed uh, Russell Wilson back too soon. 
yeah, that might have been the case. DK was a, he had a couple of opportunities that could have been real big plays um, that would have been the difference maker for him, but couldn't couldn't reel him in and ultimately had another poor week. And uh, I hope he gets healthy. Championship weeks against Detroit, so I'm looking back at that for Russell Wilson there. Other side of the ball, Colt McCoy. We didn't have to start him, <laughs> so that's good. But he did well. Uh, 328 yards, two touchdowns, three fumbles though. <laughs> so, yeah, like I mean, they, they, they yeah they record. I mean, he must have tiny hands. So James Connor, mm-hmm. 21 points for him, 62 yards and a touchdown, five for six, 37 yards. Good job, James Connor. Where is he on the year? He's got to be top five. Almost uh, there. He, eight. He's up there. Yeah, yeah. so he's eight in, eight in standard. That's what I read. And then eight in PPR. Uh, man, that's crazy. That's, that's the same. And then, oh, what did I say? Eight and five. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you said eight in standard, eight in PPR. Eight in standard. Uh, five in standard. Jesus Christ. There it eight is. In- there it is. <laughs> yep. We'll edit that out later. Uh, (laughs) Rondell Moore, finally, 11 for 11 for 51 yards. (laughs) If it PPR works out really great for you. Uh, And A.J. Green for for 7, 78 yards. Good for you guys. They just Mm – Zach Ertz, though, what a monster. Eight receptions, 88 yards, two touchdowns on my bench because I started T.J. Hawkinson instead. (laughs) I would have too. Yeah, I mean, is it's good to see though. I might, uh, if it's Tim Boyle again, I might go with Ertz. Oh, never mind. They're on a bye week. I got to go with Hawkinson. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm saying that, I'm like, nope, they are on a bye. Uh, Yeah. Anything you want to touch on this matchup? Uh, no, not really. I think I'm good. I mean, it's pretty much set. Arizona, they're just a good all-around team, well-balanced, and they just want to get in and out healthy. So uh, poor Seattle. There's going to be some changes in this offseason. Either Russell Wilson being shipped out, Pete Carroll losing his job. Uh, That's where I'm thinking it's headed. It's going in that direction. I I will say this. uh, The two weeks I had Colt McCoy and I did not play him, (laughs) he had – uh, 677 yards and three touchdowns and no picks. And the one week I did play him, 107 yards and an interception. <laughs> Fuck that. Of man. course. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. We got on long enough. Let's get into some waiver ads real quick in our little tip drill. Uh, you want to get a. Yeah, I'll take the QBs first. Uh, Joe Flacco, you interested in picking him up? I'm not Joe Flacco. Top 12. This is. <laughs> I don't know if when Zach Wilson's coming back. I haven't really looked into it because I don't really care about the Jets. So but they did mention it's possible that he could come back Week Twelve. Ah, all right. Well, here's their schedule moving forward. Right. I know. Texans, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins, Jaguars, Bucks. Mm-hmm. That's it for the fantasy season. They have the Bills Week 18. I know. I know, so it's good. This is why I was thinking Zach Wilson would do well this year with this type of schedule coming up. And then, yeah, or Mike White. Hopefully Mike White comes back. 
know, right? I'm just saying, Jets QB situation with that schedule coming up. Watch for it. Uh, yeah, you could watch for that, or you could you could add somebody else. What am I looking for? Taylor Heineke, fifteen percent roster now. Clench up and take this journey with me. Uh, they have Seattle, Vegas, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly. <laughs> I, like I don't know about you, but yeah, I like those divisional games. I I think he might be a league winner if he can keep up this type of production. He's really only busted two games that you would actually have started him once he started picking it up, but most of the time he's getting over 23 points, so... Uh, if you are struggling, do you want to take the journey with Taylor Heineke instead of Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Stream Taylor Heineke <laughs> this week because Mahomes is on a bye, and he has Seattle. Carson Wentz, 54% rostered. He has Tampa Bay, then Houston. Mm. Uh, and I don't think they're going to be able to run with Jonathan Taylor like they did uh, this past week against Tampa Bay. Uh, Houston might be another story, but... Uh, what do we got for running backs here? Running backs. We've already touched on this. Tevin Coleman, uh, just based off of volume alone. Michael Carter's going to be out two to three weeks. Uh, Devontae Freeman is 65% owned, but you still might have a chance to pick him up. Uh, so just go back, check your waiver wire. Yeah. If you're. That's all, I, that's all I got for backs. Yeah. If there's not much in running back field right now, but if you have a 10 team league and you need that running back depth, Devontae Freeman. Uh, we worth a pickup. Wide receivers is a bit deeper. Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the Jets, fifty three percent rostered. Uh, the the only thing is though, if Zach Wilson comes back, those are the games that Elijah Moore did not go off in. He's only done it with the backup QBs, so mm-hmm. a little bit nervous. Uh, I won't start him if Zach Wilson comes back. I want to see what they play or how they play together. T.Y. Hilton, wide receiver for the Colts, has Tampa Bay and Houston, 33% rostered. Van Jefferson, wide receiver for the Rams, 46% rostered coming off the bye. He has Green Bay, and he's been receiving a decent amount of targets even before Robert Woods went down. So hopefully out of the bye week, just see what happens. I'm not saying start him, but I would add him for sure. And Cedric Wilson, 2% rostered without Amari Cooper and maybe Lamb on Thanksgiving. Uh, they be, they were targeting him. I don't know if you watched the game, but there are some pretty tough catches. He was trying to go up and catch. Uh, they were covering him pretty bad. So they think of him as a threat. Uh, I, I think he's going to do well this Thanksgiving. And DeAndre Carter mm-hmm. for Washington, three weeks straight of 10-plus points. Uh, I did start him in one league because I had to, but he got in the end zone, so I was all excited for that. Save my day. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Are we chasing these points for Green Bay, or do you think this is just that one game that he goes off and that's it? He's good He's good for one or two games a year, yeah. and that's about it. So don't chase those points. Yeah, I didn't think so. 9% roster, though, if you're interested. And then tight end, Logan Thomas. 52% roster. He's coming back to practice. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. If they get him involved, we'll have to see. 
players to be added, see if I'm missing anybody. Nothing really. I'd be curious to see if, uh, how uh, Ricky Seals Jones, uh, if they if they continue to try to get him involved mm-hmm. um, with Logan Thomas coming back. So he, he wasn't really on the radar to compete with Thomas at the beginning of the season. I think he might be. Has he been battling his own injuries too? Ricky Seals Jones, yeah, he had a hip problem. Yeah, he had a hip problem. So, uh, well, we'll see what happens with that tight end position. We in will. Washington. We will. Uh, for DSTs, uh, for those of you that are still doing them out there, there's it's not much, but maybe the Philadelphia Eagles, two weeks in a row with twelve plus points against Denver, the New Orleans, they got the Giants and then the Jets. So. I'd be they'd be worth streaming for me, but then they have a bye week. Um, but then they're playing Washington and Giants and Washington again, so I'm not necessarily looking to start them during that time. But you want to mm-hmm. stream it for these two weeks? I would get ahead of that and get him. You got any defenses? You're not really into them. No, not into them. <laughs> I didn't think so. Real soft. <laughs> uh. Maybe Chicago because I played Detroit and Tim Boyle this this Thursday. That, if you want to get them, that is a defense I'm into. <laughs> okay, definitely. <laughs> uh, you could do that too, yeah. or maybe Dallas against the Raiders because the Raiders suck. But I I really don't want to do that because more of a chance of any of the boom games that happen, mm-hmm. it'd be that one. Short week, Thanksgiving Day too. Mm-hmm. Just never really know. Wasn't it uh, – I mean, I know Dallas's defense was trash last year, but Antonio Gibson like had a huge breakout game last year against Dallas on Turkey Day. So. He did. Uh, three That's rushing touchdowns, I think. So, Real quick, who are your drops? Oh, dropping Joe Burrow. Horrible schedule, you think? Ah, no. I don't know if I'm dropping him, but I'm definitely dropping Ryan Tannehill and Justin Fields. Dropping them, not looking back, man. All set. That's a good call. All right, man. This has been fun. It has been fun. Uh, good luck tonight, Monday night. Hopefully, Tom Brady can get you a miracle if you need him. And hopefully, Saquon Barkley outscores Mike Evans. Mike Evans, 45 points. Come on, baby. All right, then Saquon just needs 47. We're okay. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night.